0: You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What has happened, everybody? what is good with y'all it's your girl Janette right here on tko as you already know here on tko all we talk about is mixed martial arts also known as mma and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope Everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Goodness, I can't believe that we're already (laughs) mid-March. How is this even possible? Somebody tell me. I'm mentally still stuck in March of... What was the year that the pandemic started? Was it 2020 or 2019? I can't... 2019. COVID-19. Of course. (laughs) But uh, yeah, mentally, I'm just stuck back. Like It doesn't really feel like time is going by that fast and it's already been three years i think a few days ago was the three-year anniversary of the pandemic which is just absolutely nuts it does not click for me and so yeah just uh i don't know if you guys feel it too but i feel like time is just flying by so fast and i really cannot believe that we're already mid-march so it being mid-march you already know uh what phenomenon we had uh (laughs) We have to go through that phenomenon being daylight saving. Woo. Right. <laughs> I swear if I was a policymaker, I would be getting rid of it as soon as possible. Um, as a circadian scientist, let me tell you that all the back and forth changes of the clocks and whatever the clock is supposed to be, if it doesn't match to the lighting outside and to our body's clocks that ain't good i'm just gonna tell you that so um i'm paraphrasing this uh, fact here uh there's scientific evidence that on the day of daylight savings uh the chances of having a heart attack go way up and that is no coincidence and you know so many bad things that can happen to your health and the thing is we're all in it together (laughs) right so um, I'm sure that all of us to one degree or another have experienced the adverse effects of daylight savings for myself uh, it's definitely mostly impacted my sleep cycle and with sleep you know everything else is just controlled whether you like it or not so if you don't have a good sleep uh, then your productivity at work comes down you're grumpier all that So um, it kind of takes away from the flow of your everyday. However, the good news is that scientifically you can technically quote unquote entrain or, uh, you know, adapt your circadian rhythms in a way that they're adapted to the new timing over five days. So I think we're almost there, maybe a few days short, but we've (laughs) we've endured the tough part. Hopefully it'll get better from this point on amen amen uh but uh yeah speaking of circadian rhythms and sleep cycles everybody if i do start slowing my words or i don't make sense in the middle of the show please know i'm gonna give you a disclaimer that this girl right here is majorly sleep deprived and it's not you know daylight savings is one thing that's just like you know one tenth of the pie as to why uh (laughs) I might start to doze off in the middle of the show but also um I've just been doing a lot of different things for grad school and uh I, I was telling my mom actually that I wish I could open up a time bracket and I could extend The hours in a day so that there wouldn't be just 24 hours in a day so that I could. more work in because i feel like i'm working and i still always have to catch up on work and um so anyways long story short i had some tight deadlines to catch up on and actually, as of this morning i had a very important uh meeting that i had to present data at and that was kind of stressing me out not gonna lie and uh thankfully it went so incredibly well And I was so stoked that it went well and I was like, you know what, I'm just, I cannot wait until the moment that I get to go home and do TKO so that I can just kind of vent to TKO Nation about how that went and just everything that's been going on in my life. Honestly, I feel like, okay, as much as I use TKO to break down fights for y'all, keep things technical and whatnot, uh, I really do appreciate you guys bearing with me whenever I give you my life updates and just talk about life and, you know, we share life advice and whatnot. I really do appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Uh, I really do feel the love, honestly. Anywho, so that was my day. And so, yeah meeting went well great uh i got so many hours of sleep to catch up on but anyways who cares because here we are okay here we are and what a great week to be doing TKO! on because it is officially fight week ladies and gents uh we are going to be having the next pay-per-view event for the ufc happening this upcoming saturday march 18th And actually, okay, please make a note of this. Make a note of what I'm about to tell you. Uh, We are going to be having this UFC 286 fight card in the O2 Arena in London, UK. And London time is much different than um, uh, Eastern time. So the main card is supposed to happen at... uh, Okay, so it's... Let me, okay, I was just doing a time conversion for y'all because I got confused for a second. So the main card is supposed to happen at 4 p.m. Central Time. I don't know why it's giving me Central Time right, (laughs) Central Time right now. 4 p.m. Central Time translates to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, which is, I think it makes sense because... London uh, or London time is five hours ahead of Eastern time so it actually makes total sense if it starts at 5 p.m. Eastern time it means that it's starting at 10 p.m. London time which is usually the time that uh, the, the big UFC events uh, take place so that people kind of like you know they finish work or whatever else they had to do in the day and they purchase the tickets and go to the arenas and watch the fights or watch it on the pay-per-views or whatever so it's happening at 10 p.m london time on saturday and 5 p.m eastern time for us okay so please do not miss this fight card because if you do like it will be such a pity if you just miss this fight because you missed or like you messed up the the time conversions (laughs) and whatnot but you know what? I'm so confused. I don't know why they're, they're saying it here in uh, Central Time because I currently live in the Eastern Time Zone. Anyways, but yeah, I really just wanted to point that out there because there has been times that I've almost missed fights because I, I was just confused about the timing. So I really hope that that does not happen to any of you out there. So what is actually happening at UFC 286? Why do we think that the UFC has decided to host their event in London, UK? Usually when they host it in foreign countries, or rather a country that is not the United States, uh, it is usually because one of the headliners is from that country, is the home, um, uh, home country person. So in this case, it is going to be the current welterweight champion, Leon Edwards, who's going to be fighting in his home country of the UK, and he is going to be fighting off against the one and only, the former champion, Mr. Kamaru Usman. And oh my goodness, this fight is going to be so, so incredible. Indeed, this is the rubber match between the two guys. What is a rubber match? It is officially the third time that we're seeing these two guys face off against one another, which is just, wow, how does this happen? Uh, I did briefly talk about this on our previous episodes of TKO. Usually when it gets this far with folks running it back and forth with the rematches and more than two fights, you already know that they're so close in uh, caliber and they're so close in their skill set and performance levels that you know they would have one fight and person a would win you know have another fight person b would win and uh, you know the 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 dispute can never really be settled so i'll give you a brief uh, background of that the first time that these two, uh, two guys fought, we had Leon Edwards actually lose to Kamar Usman way back when. And let me just see when that actually was. This was back in 2015. Uh, oh, back in the day when the UFC was still on Fox, uh, Leon Edwards lost to Kamar Usman in the first fight that the two had. And fast forward, you know, so many different things happened. Okay, actually you know what? I'm debating if I should already get into the analysis part of this. Uh, I'll get into it later. I just want to give you this brief background and then I'll I'll have to preview some other stuff and then I'll jump back into this fight and I'll thoroughly break it down for you. So, the first time that they fought like I said 2015, Leona was lost to Kamaru Usman. And fast forward uh, a few years over until 2022 uh, a lot of things happened to both guys uh they were both kind of on that acceleration to becoming the best version of themselves and they each pursued it differently so kamar usman uh coming from such a strong wrestling background he was going through guys like dominoes you know what i mean and um He was doing so amazing. He went through so many interesting opponents that I'll talk about later. And uh, finally, in August of 2022, uh, I actually remember that fight. I think it was a week after my PhD qualifying exam. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, second fight happened in 2022. And uh, this time around, the tables had turned in a way that Kamar Usman was the reigning welterweight champion at the UFC. And Leon Edwards, you know, he was doing his thing on the side. He was kind of, I mean, it's not the best word to use, but he was being sneaky like he was doing his thing. And I feel like he wasn't really being talked about as much as he had to because uh, the welterweight division at the time... It was just so stacked. We had, uh, uh, you know, uh, young prospects joining the divisions. We had guys from the past that were gaining fame once again. And here was Leon Edwards just doing his thing. I mean, hey, listen, he hadn't lost the fight since he hadn't really lost the fight since that Kamar Usman fight initially in 2015. And he was just going through all of his opponents, all of them. Uh, dominated them in the best way possible and fights to win the fights until it got to that August 20th, uh, 2022 fight for UFC 278 in which <laughs> it was a very interesting fight because uh if it lasted five rounds and uh, we thought for most of the fight that it was very close and that potentially Kamar Usman was going to win the fight if it were to go uh the full distance however Leon Edwards did the impossible and uh he actually was able to knock out uh Kamar Usman through a head kick which which was just unbelievable and so that see, that was like That was an evident example of why MMA is always just so exciting to watch and that the MMA math never works out. So that was really interesting. So here, looking at the win-loss records of both guys, each guy has won one fight uh, so far. Two fights they've had in the past. One guy has won one of them so far. And here we are, the third. Third fight, hopefully, to settle the dispute between these two guys. Kamaru Usman fighting off against Leon Edwards for the third time in London. The tables have turned. Uh, Leon Edwards is currently the champion. This is actually the first time that he will be defending his welterweight title. And he's defending it against the person that he lo- uh, that he won it against. So it's never the easiest. But I feel like if anything, if anybody can do it, Leon Edwards can definitely uh, handle it well. Not to say that Kamaru Usman isn't going to be a good challenger. I mean, hey, he almost won that fight. If the fight were to go the full distance, we probably would not have a new champion at this point. It would be very tricky to to make a prediction and uh, make a prediction in that regard. And um, so, in this case. <laughs> it's still gonna be a very tough match for both guys but here they are um they're ready to go at it actually goodness i i just i reminded myself that i should be watching the ufc embedded videos the the vlog series for the ufc fights they usually start making them uh fight during fight week leading up to fight night on the weekends. And uh, it just shows like a journey of, oh, what are the fighters up to? Uh, what are they doing? How are they losing weight? Are they entertaining themselves? Are they training hard? What's going on? So I have yet to watch these videos for the for the UFC 286 card. But um, I'm really looking forward. I, I might actually do it tonight before I go to bed after I finish doing TKO. But uh, yeah, I just thought about it because... I know that both guys are very tough trainers and they always take every single fight very incredibly seriously. However, I have not really seen Kamar Usman in training camp since he lost to Leon Edwards and conversely, I have not seen Leon or any of his preps prior to this fight, but I'm very looking forward to it. I really want to see how things have been going on for, for both guys. Nonetheless, very, very exciting fight. I'll be talking about it more in terms of like styles, fight styles, and uh, what I think each guy should be doing to win the fight later on in the episode. But uh, I also just want to highlight that for the co-main event of this UFC 286 fight card 286, yeah, 286 fight card, we're going to be having a very interesting lightweight bout between the number three contender, Justin Gaethje, oh my goodness, I can't believe he's fighting, Uh, he's going to be fighting off against uh, the number six contender in the weight division, Rafael, uh, or Rafael, excuse me, Rafael Feziev. This side is going to be very interesting. I have seen Physia fight a few times before, although I'll, I'll <laughs> if I have to be honest, I need to be watching more of his fight highlights. I'm not as familiar with his fighting style as I am familiar with that of Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje, I do know that he's an absolute monster and he's just going to come out there guns blazing, not going to care about any injuries, uh, just going to come forward to attack the opponent and do whatever that is necessary to win the fight, regardless of whatever violence that is put forward. So, uh, you know, I'm really, really looking forward to this fight. And uh, uh, it's going to be, please, please do not miss it, okay? Like, I know that the, the fight times are a little bit weird on Saturday for us, watching from Eastern Time. And I know that we're all very excited about this Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman fight. But do not miss this Justin Gaethje and Rafael Fizia fight because you already know uh, it's going to be a battle zone that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> oh my goodness uh there's so okay so i'm looking through this fight card right now i'm not gonna be breaking down every single bout but just some notable names that i am coming across here Gunnar nelson is gonna be fighting here for a welterweight bout uh, against Brian Barber- uh, Barberina. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is going to be a good fight, too. It's the third last fight of the evening. Uh, Jennifer Maya going up against Casey O'Neill. Very, very interesting. Oh, my God. Marvin Vittori. Hello. He's going to be making a comeback. I haven't seen a fight in so long from Italy. He's going to be fighting off against Roman Delizzle, D- 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 excuse me, I totally butchered his last name, but that's his last name. Um, and who else am I seeing that is catching my eye? Joanne Wood, she's going to be fighting, and so on and so forth. And sorry if I didn't really get to go through the entire fight card, but these were some of the notable names that I came across. But that being said, please watch the entire fight card. It's going to be so incredibly amazing. And hell yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm already like brainstorming the list of snacks and beers that I need to pr- provide for myself for, <laughs> for this fight card. Anyways, okay. So I just thought, I just checked the time, okay? And you guys already know, if I start talking about something, I'll I'll go on tangents <laughs> and I'll talk a lot. So I just thought to myself, just very spontaneously, I think it would be best if I get into the technical aspects of this Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards fight before I, I I talk about some of the other fights that I wanted to just announce for upcoming episodes. So I'll just do that and then I'll talk about those fight announcements, I guess. So Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman. If I have to be honest, uh, I really do see it as a classic clash of... A striker versus a wrestler, Kamar Usman. Uh, not to say that he doesn't strike well; he strikes quite well. But if where's uh, comes, you know, if if push comes to shove, he'll always rely on his wrestling. His wrestling at this point, because he's been doing it for so many years at such high level, it's almost um. Uh, he does it on autopilot mode, and he doesn't really have to think about it. His uh, uh, muscle memory and his power is just on point. His body knows what to do; he doesn't even have to think about it. And every time he employs his wrestling, oh boy, you better watch, <laughs> you better watch out, you better not cry. Mr. Kamar Usman is coming to town. Ah, <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, okay, I'm having too much fun with this. Um, so <laughs> Kamar Usman's wrestling is just so incredibly good okay and so if usman if usman decides to employ a, a majorly wrestling style a major wrestling style in this fight then leon edwards needs to be incredibly careful and the way that he can prevent this from happening is if he instead relies on his uh phenomenal striking skills but utilizes them in the way that he is still throwing strikes and punches um, but he is doing them from a distant distance so that uh, he is not easy to take down by Kamaru Usman right and you know it's easier said than done but theoretically speaking if you if you're fighting off against such a good wrestler like that you have to you should not uh, go against them using their own game you always have to do the opposite thing and you have to do it. It's, it's not as easy as it sounds. You have to do it very wisely. So in this case, yes, it makes sense for Leon Edwards to mainly stick to striking and to outstrike Kamar Usman, but he needs to do it very wisely. I mean, we saw that his uh, striking was definitely more dominant compared to kamar Usman in, in, the, in the most recent fight that the two had in August. But, um, you know the knockout was great it would be great to have a finish like that but what are the chances of the 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 finish to happen again if that makes sense it, it's uh, how do I explain this like when you have a knockout you cannot always attempt the same strike at the same angle and everything and the same power and expect it to knock out the opponent there's different, so many subtle aspects uh, and factors that uh, play a role in whether or not a strike actually does lead to a knockout. And so that being said, I feel like it's it's a very uh, it's high pro it's no sorry not high probability but actually very d- different probability of his strikes to lead to a potential finish or a knockout. So for that reason I feel like he shouldn't really rely on oh you know what I'm gonna throw this strike so that I can actually finish my opponent. I feel like he shouldn't really go into it with that mindset even though he did gain success using a knockout technique in his previous fight to become the champion. that was great but uh, my my point is that he needs to focus on how he can sustainably employ his striking. So that he outstrikes Kamaru Usman and wins the fight through a decision. Uh, because if, again, you never know. You can never really predict the finishes. But you can uh, strategize a longer fight like that. So that you went through points. And you went through your dominance and um, uh, control in a fight. That's something that you can control. You can also control if you're uh, going to be finished or not by being super-duper cautious. But again, there's times that you just you just can't do that. If you get hit-kicked out of nowhere, then uh, obviously you can't really control that. So uh, it is tricky. I'm not going to lie. I really w- I really didn't want to be in any of these guys' positions <laughs> right now, in any of their shoes right now, because it is tricky. They fought each other two times before, too. So another aspect to, to bring up is that... They are well familiar with each other's styles, you know, like they know, they know their uh, strengths or they know the other person's strengths and they know the other person's weaknesses as well. They fought each other two times before professionally. And this is no joke. Uh, So they've 100% learned a lot of things about each other while they were fighting each other and also setting tapes of each other beforehand. And so that's so many hours of studying your opponent and uh, having experienced it firsthand two times, literally, in the octagon. And so coming into this third fight, obviously, um, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like you you want to play, for example, Mafia, like a group game. And um, you've, you've played with the same set of people before. And you know, for example, your friend, your friend Alex, or I don't know, for example arbitrary name. Your friend Alex um, knows how to play this one role so well, and when they play it, like I don't know, like uh, they they uh, start stuttering or something. And you know when they start stuttering, like. They're playing a certain role in the Mafia game. You know what I mean? So those are like the subtle cues is what I'm saying is you can pick up when you keep facing the same opponents over and over. And even though they they might sound trivial, but these subtle things as the other person, you will notice eventually throughout time. And it helps you to strategize your game plan in a way so that you can win the fight or the, the game or whatever. So in this case, that's also another uh, aspect to think about. You know, they've seen each other fight before. They got to figure it out so that they don't really make it difficult on themselves. Just trying out a brand new style of fighting, but also kind of like vary things up in a way that... um, they confuse their opponent, but they they still know what they're doing themselves. If that makes sense, <laughs> so there's so many different things that uh, go into making this fight a great fight and actually a very complicated and difficult fight for both Leon Edwards and Kamara Usman, in my opinion. Nah oh my god I'm so excited For this fight and uh, you know what I was uh, This is so random by the way I was talking to one of my friends who uh, Is also following MMA and uh, He actually told me about Uh Did you hear about the Kamaru Usman fight happening this weekend? And I said, because I've just been so busy. And I was like, wait a second. Are you serious right now? Kamaru Usman's fighting this weekend with Leon Edwards. That's this weekend. Are you sure? So anyways, actually, uh, shout out to my friend Abdallah. He was the one who brought it up. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so uh, that's been the tea in the MMA world so far. Please make sure that you watch this fight card UFC 286 fight card at uh 5 p.m eastern time saturday if you do happen to meet in the uk it's actually happening at 10 p.m london time however uh i hope that we all watch this fight and regardless of whatever the outcome is i really hope that it's a fair and square fight and uh we get to see a display of technique sportsmanship and entertainment overall Alright, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. You guys, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.